Welcome to the Mixing Babies and Business podcast, where parenthood meets professional development. We'll be covering all things business, flexible, and remote work with kids. I'm your host, Amy Lynch, and I'll be interviewing inspiring guests who've been showing up as their full selves as parents and blurring the lines between their personal and professional lives. Visit MixingBabiesAndBusiness.com. The final interview series on the podcast as part of Season 2 features Steve Folland, a parent, video, and audio creator for businesses and freelancers. He's the founder of Being Freelance, a podcast and online community to help people around the world in various stages of their freelance journey. Together with fellow community founder and freelancer Frankie Tortora, he also co-hosts Doing It For The Kids, a podcast which won bronze for best business podcast at the British Podcast Awards in 2020. Our conversation is split into three parts. In our third and final episode, we talk about what he's learned along the way as a parent and freelancer, the types of professional development he's pursued over the past year, and what he hopes the future may hold for his kids. Let's get into it. Can we rewind a few years so your your kids are 11 and almost 8? Is there anything that you wish that someone would have told you about in advance to becoming a parent and running your own business? Yeah, that it's okay to take time off because it took me a while to realize that. I kind of felt like as a freelancer, I needed to be working all the time to optimize you know the money that I was bringing in and yet you soon begin to realize when your kids go to school that they're hardly ever at school they're always off and so I always used to be beating myself up like that I, I would feel guilty I wasn't working I would feel guilty I wasn't with them I would put them in a club so if I could get some work done and that would get like ah oh, it just used to drive me nuts or I wouldn't have planned enough clubs and then loads of work would come in and then I began to realize that actually it's okay to take time off like it's okay to say to your clients I'm not around next week because you remind yourself that actually when you worked for a company everyone did that like like margin accounts would suddenly say i'm not in next week and so everybody would wait for marge to come back and it's the same with us and yet i felt as a freelancer i always needed to be available for my clients and i always needed to be there to do the stuff and so now i try not to work during like the half-term holidays and you know when they have a week off here and there and actually i think it makes me better for when i do work outside of that it's you know we all need a bit of time off so if anything it's the the freelancers who don't have kids who I worry about more because they have no reason to stop working and yet we we we're lucky in a way because our kids kind of force us to take time off either just to be with them because they're around or because the schools are shut not as in pandemic time but the schools are on holiday and you take a week off and um, get to be with them so yeah yeah they physically climb into your lap or run around <laughs> but I, I also say with the the meals like having the routines with kids they have to eat regular snacks regular food they get hangry nap time may be a thing but I just find that's also beneficial for you because you need to eat regularly as well but when you don't I mean previously when I didn't have kids and was freelancing I would just power through or not Mm. take a break to drink water so I totally agree with that and you know going outside for a walk fresh air oh my god yes yes remembering you're not a robot yeah the the other thing about being a freelancer that I wish I'd been told was that like would be to treat myself as a business. I think that would be the other thing. 
because it took me kind of years to get into that business mindset. Like I just felt like I'm I'm just a freelancer, but actually you're running a business. And when once that kind of like switch goes off in your head, your attitude towards things changes. And so I wish somebody had pointed it out to me sooner. Like that's one of the first things that I put in the course was to try and make people realize that they're not just becoming freelance, they're becoming a business. And um, yeah, I wish somebody pointed that out to me. Yeah, I like that you say also treating yourself like a client and your own work like a client. I do that as well to trick myself into I, I don't love deadlines or I don't <laughs> I don't do well with them. But if I feel like I'm accountable to other people or to something, then I stick to it a lot easier. I'm just going to go back to the something you said earlier at the beginning of our conversation about you saying that this is not business as usual. This is business as best we can, because mm. I attended a webinar recently about pivoting and making a career pivot. And the woman presenting, she was trying to talk about what transferable skills you might have if you want to change careers or move into a new industry and she said what have you done to invest in yourself during this time even if you couldn't work and I thought but when you're looking after your kids full-time like how can you you know like what books have you read what courses have you done what have you done to invest in yourself that you can speak to during an interview if you're going to change careers and I just thought how much other pressure can people have on themselves but there are some ways that you may have invested in yourself over the past year and I was just wondering if you could share any of those like I know you created a course and you said that you learned a lot during that process and you have a newfound respect for course creators oh my god yeah i'm assuming you listen to other people's podcasts but like are there any forms of professional development that you found yourself doing in the past year that work well for you right now well yeah you're right i do listen to other podcasts that's probably my main thing uh, unless I need a very specific how-to video about something. I like listening to podcasts. I do read business books because, uh, as you say, we do the book club. But actually, during the past year, I re-realized the importance of reading fiction is probably more valuable than reading business books because it just takes me away from thinking about work for once. So this, I've realized the value in that. Yeah, I, the course stuff I sort of made up as I went along. So whether I call that... Prof- I mean, it is professional development, even if I was, I was developing myself yeah. professionally. So yeah, it was. And yeah, I did learn a lot. Uh, luckily, I've made a lot of videos for other people in learning and development. So I kind of knew what I wanted to do. I'm quite comfortable speaking to the camera and all of that. But... Um, I still learned a lot about the actual structuring of the course and using, uh, so I built it on Teachable. So I learned a lot in that respect. Um, not sure how else. Oh, and actually, I decided quite early on, I, I taught myself a new editing program. So I've always used Adobe Audition. I switched to Hindenburg Journalist, which is like another podcast um, editing program, which might not seem that big a deal. But actually, like the reason it happened was because I thought I always pay Adobe like £17 a month for this one piece of software. Like, is it the only thing? Because it kind of annoys me that I pay them quite so much money every month. And I found in the Bird Journalist, which is like a one-off fee, and then you never pay again. But better than that, it's actually really good. Like, it, so it's made me quicker at everything I do. So I do think it's sometimes worth explo- like we can get stuck in our ways of only using one technique. And I don't think it's great to jump from one piece of software to another. But I do think it's worth every now and again thinking, how am I working? Is there a better way to be doing this? Um, and like a switch from just using Trello and various note-taking apps to using Notion because I realized I can have everything in Notion. And again, that's made me more efficient in what I do. So that was just kind of like, I suppose that is professional development. It's like looking at how you're doing things and whether you can do them in a better way. 
Yeah, like working on your business instead of just in it and zooming out to look at your workflow instead of just powering through the work itself. I love that you said fiction, though, because I've also gotten back into that. Sometimes you just need to escape your current reality. Oh, gosh. (laughs) But last question here before how we can connect with you. We're in the future. What kind of world do you hope that your children are going to grow up in? And how is the work that you're doing now related to it if at all such a good question if it, i'm glad you put in the caveat if at all to give me a get this out. is back to control you know do you want them to have organized tupperware cupboards do you know i have genuinely taught my children about the tupperware cupboard and not to let their lives be dominated by bad tupperware i always feel like in america <laughs> that you have bigger kitchens and bigger cupboards and you probably don't have a nightmare of like tupperware cupboards but i don't know maybe it's a universal thing um no a better world would be I mean, I hope the future for them holds the fact that our governments finally take climate change and saving the planet seriously. It's nice to see the kids, like, oh, I don't know, kids always take it more seriously, don't they? So I'm hoping that there seems to be this slight turning of a corner where governments realise that economically it makes sense to save the environment rather than it just being a sane thing for humans to do. So driven by economics, hopefully people will start to do it but it always just disheartens me that not like people still don't seem to just get on board and do that like it was amazing in the pandemic it kind of proved what everybody could do if we all worked together towards one single aim didn't it and yet actually like the climate is threatening humanity way more than the pandemic and yet we don't seem to do much about that anyway i hope they live in a future better from that respect and i also hope like what we've gone through now with work and life is better for our kids like I hope the future that they grow up in is one that values the balance between work and life like they're doing work they enjoy but that the people who employ them if they're employed value them as people and taking time off and all of that kind of stuff and in terms of whether I have any impact on that you never know like the fact that they see me living a self-employed life and like doing my own thing and creating my own stuff um, you know putting my own videos and audio and all of that out into the world might ins- like I, I'm not forcing them to go down that route but if it inspires them in some way then that's kind of cool mm. it certainly shows them like between me and their mum the two different avenues that you can go down I think yeah no I think it's brilliant what you're doing and that you show up for yourself every week and for your community and that you've grown during the pandemic and is there any way that We can get in touch with you both with Being Freelance and the Doing It For The Kids podcast. What's the best way to reach out to you, Steve? Beingfreelance.com is the website and then that has links through uh, to everything. Or if you search for Being Freelance or for Doing It For The Kids. Yeah, so I'm on Twitter and Instagram, but beingfreelance.com is the main one. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me, by the way. No worries. Do you want to screenshot my background? It's such a wonderful background. Maybe I'm going to pivot to do an interior design or something instead of... Yes! I actually just bought some clay yesterday. I'm going to do pottery in my basement, taking a few classes. <laughs> I've got to say, that was something I enjoyed during lockdown, was like hanging out with my daughter doing arty type stuff. And that's something like I want to keep us kind of like going. It's been good. Thank you so much, Steve. Thank you so much. It's so nice to meet you. Thanks again to Steve for taking the time to speak about all things parenthood, being freelance, showing up as yourself, and treating your work as a business. 
check out Steve and his work at beingfreelance.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your network and leave a review. It helps other parents find the podcast. You can access more parent-friendly professional development, flexible and remote work with kids resources on my website at mixingbabiesandbusiness.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you.